Today's episode is brought to you by Wireless Zone, located in Dunce Corners, Westley, Rhode Island. Wireless Zone in Westley is an authorized Verizon Realtor. There you can find all the latest and newest phones, including the iPhone 13. And if you're in the business for a new phone, you can get up to $440 off your new phone with a trade-in of an old phone. And if you have a broken phone, they have a repair zone. There they can help repair your cracked screen, you need a new battery, they have you covered there in the repair zone. Check out Wireless Zone in Westley, Rhode Island, located next to the Dunkin' Donuts and Dunce Corners. All right, on today's episode, I welcome a special guest and a fellow uh, Wesley, Westillian, I guess we could call ourselves. Uh, today's oh, yeah. guest is Austin <laughs> Silly. He's an amateur golfer, uh, a former basketball player, and the Westley Middle School boys basketball coach. Austin, how's it going? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing well, good man. Good morning. Yeah, <laughs> early morning. Uh, first time I think I've done an early morning podcast in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> How's uh how 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 you doing? How's uh how's the winter treating you so far? Uh winter's uh getting cold. My uh my body definitely doesn't like that, even though I'm young. So it's a little bit of an adjustment, but uh it's going good. I mean, I'm just waiting for basketball to start up. I can't wait to get back in the gym with the guys, and uh, I think it's going to be a great season. And uh, yeah, just kind of waiting right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great that you're, you're assistant middle school, uh, boys basketball coach. Um, I want to jump before we get into talking about your coaching career and the golfing and everything like that, you were one hell of a basketball player at Westwood high school. Um, you know, your second or third time, all time lean scorer in Wesley and scoring. Um, I want to know where, what made you get into basketball? How did the ba- all the basketball things start? Um, honestly, just, from our young age, I had like a little Tykes basketball hoop and it was just a game that kind of like gravitated towards me, um, played soccer when I was really young. And then I transitioned from soccer to football. They were in the same season. Um, basketball was always in the winter, always played it. And then, um, I played baseball, which was my worst sport growing up <laughs> by far. <laughs> I, it was the, I just could not get a hit. I don't know what it was with the, with the game, but I was terrible. Um, so then just stopped playing baseball because it was more frustrating than fun. And then um, played football growing up. And um, I was literally heading to tryouts my eighth grade year going into eighth grade. And I was on my way. I was probably two minutes from the from the football field. And I was like, you know what, like, I just want to focus all my time on basketball. Um, I was, I was pretty good at the time, um, for my age. And I just wanted to focus on, on one thing. And, um, so from then on, I just, basketball was it. I, I played basketball every day. Everything was about getting better. And, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like it was a game that I just gravitated towards. I loved every aspect of it and uh just wanted to pursue it and see see where it would get me yeah and it's great it got you it got you far and it obviously transitioned to some to golf down the line but i want to you know you play when you played at wesley high school and you started creeping up on the the all-time scorers list at the time what was that feeling like that run at wesley high school and then as well to creep up on that list yeah honestly um I mean, I, I wanted to become a thousand point scorer 
Um, that was one of my goals going into high school, but I also wanted to win a state title. You know, I, everything was about winning. So, um, I tried to do everything I possibly could to win every game that, that we played. Um, I tried to do my part and, um, along with that came, came some accolades, which were great. Um, I, I was a three point shooter. So the, the three point records were, they just kind of came. It wasn't something that I like tangibly thought about it was just something that kind of happened with the way that I played um but then once once like I hit my 1000 point it was a couple games into um into my senior year against um my former assistant coach um coach O'Malley who's a great guy um he taught me a lot and uh really pushed me um once that happened I I was like I wanted to say I want to say like 300 and something points away from um, the all time record. And um, basically I just wanted to, I, I just kept my foot on the ground and uh, kept trying to, to be the best that I could each and every day. And uh, eventually it, it just, the, the, the points totaled up and um, it ended up happening. Um, and the feeling of it was, was unbelievable. You know um, it's something that, that you work so hard for you want to you obviously want to obtain um goals and records but you never like you can't really see it at the time you just kind of go and do it and hopefully they catch up yeah yeah that's that's crazy that you were able to do that and i remember when i was coaching over at the, i was coaching at wheeler at the time and i remember i would call in the wesley sun they would be like, you got to see this Austin silly kid play basketball, all this stuff. And like, so it's very, uh, very interesting. I always heard your name come up, go to a couple of tournaments and uh, watch you play. You were a hell of a player. Um, you, you know, obviously great, great things that happened in your career at Westley. I also want to know too, our Westley in the Westley community and sorry for the listeners. I'm probably going to talk about the Westley community here on this one, but no, no, wait, no, no worries. In, the, in the Westley community, we have that, the big, the big holiday tournament. What's it like to be a part of that tournament that like it just sells out the gym. It's like standing room only in certain situations. What's it like to play in that environment? Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, it's really for, for like small towns in the surrounding area, that gym gets so loud and just, it gets packed. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a big gym, but like with three, four different towns into that one gym, for those couple of days, it's just, it's, it's a crazy atmosphere to play in. It's, uh, it's why you play the game though. You know, like it's something that it's hard to, it's hard to put into words and it's hard to imagine unless you're there or on the court while everyone's screaming and whether it's, whether it's booze or whether it's cheers, you know, like, it's just, it's something that is, uh, like I'll never forget. And it's, uh, it was an awesome atmosphere. And I, I, I love playing in front of, I don't even know how many people fit in that gym. Uh, <laughs> probably a couple thousand, um, thousand maybe. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great. The atmosphere is awesome. And then, uh, just, just playing for, for a title obviously is, is something that is always, um, a driving force. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then, so you ended up playing basketball at Rick, what was the decision to go to Rick and, you know, what was the first season like playing basketball there? All right. Um, yeah. So 
I hold myself to a very high standard. So my goal coming out of high school was to go to the highest division school that I could. And, and whether it was for the experience or whether it was for whether it's to play, it's just that division one schools travel the country and play basketball. You know, what, what kid doesn't dream about that. So I didn't have, I started the whole um, application process very late for, for college. Um, so I didn't have really any offers at all. Um, and it was, it was pretty tough for me because I felt like I deserved it. And I felt like I, I wanted to pursue it in, in that aspect. Um, really Rick and CCRI were the only two options that I had. I tried to, um, I met at a couple of prep schools, um, to see if I could do a post-grad year. Um, but this was mid to late January, my senior year, and it was kind of too late at that point. Um, so I just, I decided Rick had a great track record. They, they were winning championships every year. So I, uh, I decided to go there and, uh, and had a pretty good, had a pretty good freshman year, um, walked in and, and basically started right away. I, I worked really hard to get into that starting lineup. Um, we played, we played PC in an exhibition game. Um, yeah. The, the first game of the year, basically. And, uh, that was awesome playing at the dunk and just walking onto that court with the lights and you're playing against an NCAA tournament Providence team, you know, yeah. like, they can't get any better than that. So, um, that was awesome. Kind of playing with Bryce Cotton at the time, who was, who was their star. Um, Chris Dunn was on his way up. So it was, it was an awesome experience to share the court. Um, luckily I played well. Um, so that was, that was an awesome experience to kickstart my college career. Then we went, um, and we actually, we won our conference championship that year. Um, but, the kicker in that was I had broken my back my the first week in January. Jeez. Um, so my legs were just numb. They didn't really do what I wanted them to do. Um, it was a very weird feeling. Um, so literally had days where like I had to kind of pick my legs up off of my bed to put them on the floor, that type oh of, it, it was pretty severe. So um, I found out the week, the week leading up to our conference championship. So I played six, five, six weeks with it. Um, wow. helped the team as much as I could. Um, and we ended up getting to the conference championship game and then I had to shut it down probably, I want to say like three days before the conference championship game. So yeah, that was pretty devastating. It was a, it was a very dark place, um, that I got to. Um, so I, I tried to do rehab and I tried to come back the next year, but it just, it kind of was inevitable that I needed to get surgery. And, uh, I ended up scheduling surgery in October and having it January of my sophomore year. Wow. How did, so you broke, how did you break your back? Like how that, what happened? Was it playing basketball when it happened or how did that go? Yeah. So we're, so we're in practice and, um, we were doing this rebound, like box out rebounding drill. And we had five, four or five guys on the perimeter 
and we had four or five guys in the paint just circling up moving around when the shot went up we had to find the nearest body and and put a put a body to him and uh, yeah. box him out so um i got matched up with our center in the drill and um i basically found him put a body on him was boxing him out but i mean i'm not the tallest person and he's probably a foot taller than me so i had to so he jumped up to to grab the rebound and my base my back was against him so when he jumped up i kind of lost my footing mm. and i fell down and it was in like a sit and reach position and when he came down he landed on me oh, so God. what the doctor said was that um my spine basically just compressed and the pressure of, of all of the vertebrae coming together, it finally just, the pressure gave out uh, my L5 vertebrae. Nice. So, um, yeah, so I had L5, S1, back fusion. Um, probably it, definitely the best decision I've ever made in my life. Um, I did a year of rehab to try and um, go to any other avenue instead of surgery, um, but it ended up being just surgery was the only way to fix it so what was the road to recovery from surgery and i know it's like having a major injury like that and lo losing out in a sport that you play obviously sucks but like and especially a major injury so what was the road to recovery for yourself and kind of like how did you get your, like self up every day yeah so i so i started rehab literally the week after our conference championship yeah. um with a broken back, obviously, but I, I was working on all core strength and all, all core stability. Um, so I did that religiously throughout the whole year, um, trying to make a comeback. I played in the summer league at CCRI trying to see if I could play. And it just really was like, my body wasn't the same, you know? Yeah. So I, so do with doing rehab the whole year before I had the surgery, it helped tremendously because my, my whole body, my whole core was strong. So I had surgery in January and, uh, I was, it wasn't the greatest time in my life. I was very down. I mean, basically the, the first love of my life really got taken away. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I didn't really have a sense of direction and, so it ended up being probably five months down the road. So June-ish, um, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like a strenuous, um, recovery. Um, yeah. and I think that the, I think that the, um, the rehab before really, really expedited the process. Yeah. So, um, I just, I kind of just started playing golf. I was, I was sitting with my parents one day and, I'm thinking about like what I should do next and what the next move is. And, um, I was planning on just going to school Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, having a full schedule in that sense. And then just trying to find like a part-time job, make some money, pay off my debt and, and go from there. And I always, I played golf growing up a little bit, um, with my dad on the weekends, I was pr fairly good, you know, like didn't never really worked at it, played a couple, I played, I think, two junior events my whole life just on a whim to take it, take my break off of yeah. basketball for the um, off season. And my dad was like, listen, like you have your whole life to work, you know, like you don't have to 
go and get a job right now. We support you. Why don't you just go try, try and play golf, you know, we'll see what happens. And um, so that's kind of, that was all I needed to hear really. And I just, I kind of picked up my sticks and tried to have my career take off as best as possible. Yeah. That's, that's, that's crazy. And uh, what a great transition to golf. I mean, you played at Rick, right? For golf as well too. Yeah, I played at Rick and it, and it just, it, it filled my competitive void, you know, like I was always competing. I had a winter where I didn't compete in anything. And it's like, I don't know why, like, it's hard to, it's hard to get up every day because you're, you feel like you're not being productive, you know, like at least that's how I felt. So it just, it fueled that fire again, which, which I really needed. And, um, it was, it was a tough transition though. I didn't, I didn't play right away. I played in three or four events my, my first year, um, playing in golf at, at Rick, um, for golf. So that was kind of tough. Cause I was always used to playing every minute of every game as, as much as I could, you know? Yeah. So what's, so what's that like? So like, I know I feel like you had something taken away from you and it's, it sucks. Like you're not used to doing it in the winter and then you get back to the competitive edge of golf. Like how many rounds did you play to actually get to where you are today as like a golfer, especially in college, to get yourself to play more events? Oh my God. From when I started to now, yeah, I don't, I don't even know how many <laughs> rounds I can't even, Yeah, I, I don't even know if I can put a number on it to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> it's not only the rounds, but it's the practice time. Like I, I would yeah. just, I would spend time just like practicing, you know, just filling it. So, um, but yeah, the transition, I mean, life, that's how life is, you know, you have ups and downs. You, sometimes you get redirected. You don't, you don't want it to happen and it it doesn't fill what you've been trying to do, but unfortunately that's, that's how it goes. So what are you going to do? You're going to falter and you're just going to not, try and figure out a solution or not try and figure out a way to, to fill whatever you need to fill. Um, so yeah, it, it was a hard transition with not playing, but work, work ethic is everything, you know? So if I, if I could, uh, if I could, I had a redo in, in a sport basically. So I just transitioned my work ethic from basketball into golf and, it is a little different and reflecting on it now, I, the past couple of months I've been reflecting on it a little bit. Um, definitely golf is, is a way different sport, um, mentally than basketball and, and physically in a sense. Um, and you need a lot of resources in golf to, to really give it your best effort. Um, but you also have to practice with a purpose, which I, don't necessarily do but i'm transitioning into doing that and that's part of the reflection process um that i've been kind of having to endure right now and um but yeah i mean it's just it's a never-ending cycle you're always trying to get better there's no perfect in golf so you just try and put your best foot forward every day and uh, and see where the chips may fall yeah yeah it's uh it's interesting you bring up a good point of how like life never takes like throws you obstacles in life and it's like how you how you as a person, can you get through the adversity and uh, take, take those obstacles with stride and be able to get over them and to conquer something else, you know, or conquer, keep going forward and not let it get you down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then what's what? Yeah. um, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I I just think that like life is, is full of curveballs, you know, like you're always, 
there's always something that's going to come up that is going to alter one thing or, or another. So, and dark times always lead to light times, you know? So, um, through your darkest times and through your, where you don't think you're, you're doing the right things or, um, those are really the times where if you keep pushing, you're going to level up and, and you're going to get to that next step that you need. You're going to get to that next level that you need to get to. And that's just, that's just the cycle of life. That's always going to happen. And when you can push, when you can push through that and you can kind of dig deep into yourself and say, no, I'm not going to give up now. I'm going to keep pushing. There's always better that comes from it. So I think that's, that's a huge lesson that I've learned. I mean, you just got to kind of redirect your energy, redirect where you want to go and what you want to do, but there's other options and other ways to do the things you need to do. There's yeah. not just one way. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. They have the attitude. And I mean, I definitely want to talk more about the golf, but the re, the reflection that you're having with everything and you're, you're thinking about and your attitude is just very motivating of like how you are handling the process. And I think it's just, it's great that you're in coaching these, our, our school, like in the coaching system, because yeah. I think it, it helps out these kids because there's, you need the positive energy. Cause like the way you look at it, you can take, you take it a wrong way. Or you take it a good way, but it looks like, you know, you, that right. injury could have ended you. You could have not done anything, but you bounce back from it. And now even with the reflection process, what you're doing, you just, you have like a great outlook on everything. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. The coaching the kids and, and everything. I mean, it's just, it's something that I'm able to, to help them along the way. And uh, th there's room at the table for everyone to be successful. Yeah. You know, like it's not just a, it's not just so you can get this. It's everybody in the world can have what they want if they work for it and they, and they put the right pieces in order. So, um, I don't know. I think, I think that's part of, I think that's why us humans, like that's why our life, we can, we can be so much more prosperous if we can help others and help others succeed. And I think that's one of my purposes, just helping helping people as much as I can, especially the younger generation. It's awesome to see and awesome to be around. I mean, I'm a little kid at heart. I, I goof around and I play as much as I can. So it's uh yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, I mean, life is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be a strenuous thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's a, that's a really good outlook on it. I, I want to add, like, I'm sure I'll talk more about the golf, but I want to ask about the coaching and what, what that's been like for you just to get that experience to get back to community because someone of your magnitude a great basketball player and just listen to you speak right now just of how great of a motivator you are what's that like to just be able to get back to the kids and see the joy that they get out of a sport that you you've gotten joy out of yeah it, it's awesome um my first year um well actually when I was in when I was at the high school it was it was really cool because I was I was younger I was the youngest on the coaching staff so like I could I could connect with the kids on a, on a more personal basis, but I could also use that to get the best out of them. Um, so that was really cool. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and then going down to the middle school, it's like, you just, you got to teach the kids the fundamentals, you know, like you, you, it's very basic, but you can have fun doing it and to see their progression from the first tryout to the middle of the season, to the end of the season, what they can accomplish. It's, it's just an awesome feeling. Um, my first year, um, down at the middle school, we went 14 and 0. we had a really good, um, 
a very good team. Um, and every part of that team helped us get to that point, you know, like, like practice, everyone was going at each other and just, just making it a competitive atmosphere so that when they get into games, they're not nervous. They're not, they just go out and play and, and try and, um, try and give what we give them and, and put it out on the floor. Yeah, it's a it's great to, that you guys have that. I know Coach Chamatero was uh, coaching middle school when I was in middle school too, as well too. And he yeah. always puts puts like great teams together. I feel like every every time he's coached a basketball team, and that's awesome that you you and him uh, are working together and uh, coaching together. So I'm sure the kids are getting the best benefit of everything. Yeah, it's been really fun. It's crazy that like it's cool to coach with someone that coached you. Yeah. It, it's a very cool experience. So, um, yeah, we're definitely, we're enjoying it. We're looking forward to the upcoming season coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When do you guys start for the season? Uh, December 6th is our first, uh, first tryout slash practice. So, um, it's a little later this year. Um, I don't know. It's better than last year with COVID we didn't start till I want to say January. Yes. So, um, yeah, this year is going to be a lot better and, and, uh, yeah, we're just going to try and work hard and see where, see what we can come up with. That's awesome. Well, best of luck on the season. Uh, that'd Thank be, you. be great to see you guys make a run at it again, as always. Um, now I want to ask, uh, too, like what's been the amateur golf life been like, how has it been being like playing in tournaments and stuff? I've seen you highlighted in some, uh, things on the amateur tour website as well, too. Yeah. Um, like I said before, like it, it fills that competitive, um, fire that I needed, you know, um, I've made some great connections throughout, um, Connecticut and Rhode Island with, with all the, um, guys that I play with and play against. And, um, I mean, the summers are, are jam packed with tournaments. I feel like every week I, I have something going on, um, which is, a it's, it keeps me busy. It keeps me, um, moving forward, which I like a lot. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been awesome the, making the tri-state team the past couple of years, um, which is Rhode Island, Connecticut, and Massachusetts. We all come together and play like a kind of a Ryder Cup type format. One day's, uh, one day's alternate shot. We play two rounds alternate shot, and then the next day is singles. Um, then the, the point totals just add, add up, and um, whoever has the most points wins throughout the three states. So that's that's been fun. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's just been a blast. I, I feel like, um, the connections are, are awesome that you, that you make throughout sports and especially throughout golf. I, so many business businessmen play golf and make deals. I hear it all the time. And, um, yeah, it's just been awesome. That, that's great. That's so cool that you have been, have that experience. I mean, in both sports, being able to be such a compete at a high level in both sports, and uh to like make those connections in sports yeah golf golf is very uh funny i feel like that's like a lot of people i know like people that are in, like businesses always like take their clients out on the golf course <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's nice it's definitely good and then every time i see your name in a tournament i know i have to watch out for your team when i play in like a, a four ball like you know those those uh, fundraising <laughs> tournaments every time i see yeah, you yeah. Like, oh, oh boy here goes <laughs> there goes our chance that's funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Well, uh, Austin, this has uh, been a lot of fun, man. I mean, your your journey through sports and where life has taken you this here today and where everything has been, it's been absolutely amazing and just you're such a great motivator and things that you've accomplished and overcome in life. And like, you could have gave up on the back injury, but now you're now you're a great golfer and uh, you're coaching kids and you're doing great things around the community. It's awesome to see what you've accomplished and completed. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I've definitely enjoyed it and uh, definitely hope to continue it as long as I can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I got one more question for you before we end this uh, interview. It's the question I ask everyone, especially some of your busy schedule, I'm kind of interested to see what you like to do outside of uh, what's your favorite thing to do outside of golf and sports. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> uh, honestly, just probably relaxing with family. Um, like you're on the go. I feel like you're on the go all the time. You're always trying to like, you're always looking at what's next and what's ahead and just kind of um, just kind of being present um, is something that I think um, is very valuable. Um, I actually, I saw that in the, the Michael Jordan documentary, the last dance, it, it was uh, forget who said it. I think it was his trainer, but it was his, the best quality that he had. And um, was that he was present at every moment. He was never looking, looking behind him. He was never looking forward. He was always right in the now. And um, I've actually, I've had conversations with um, one of my golf buddies, Tommy McCormick about it. And he has it posted in his office and it's so true. I feel like being present with your family, being present and being grateful and thankful, especially this time of year really comes out with Thanksgiving coming up with, with Christmas coming up. So I feel like just, just being able to be with your family is, is my favorite thing to do other than, um, other than playing sports. But I mean, it's always a topic that comes up even with the family. So it doesn't really get me away too much, but, um, yeah, I think that, I think that's my favorite thing to do. Um, just, just being able to relax with family and, and have some quality time is, is you can't really get enough of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I, I completely understand that. I'm right there with you. It's always nice to be with family and like you said, being the present and now and not to think about what's ahead or what's behind you. All right. That's awesome. Well, Austin, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm glad that we're able to uh, finally do this episode. So it's great <laughs> yeah. speaking with you. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time coming for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, but I'm happy to have you on the show. And anytime you'd like to be on the show or uh, be a guest or co-host, be happy to have you on the show for that. Great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Anytime. All right. Have a good Thanksgiving. Thanks. You too.